0: Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Did you just say that? This might get me fired. That might get you fired. You're listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. Hello and welcome to This Might Get Me Fired, a podcast where we discuss pop culture, dating, and current events in a way that sure will one day get us called into HR. I'm your host, Crystal. And I'm your host, Chizzy. We have a lot to talk about today, but first and foremost, click subscribe, sit back, enjoy, and please don't call our jobs. We don't have sponsors. This is the only way we can fund this. <laughs> All right, let's get started with the Brandy versus Monica versus. Did you tune in? Of course.
1: And I know last time we predicted, we had some predictions, and I stand by my prediction. What what were your thoughts?
0: Um, Well, what was your prediction last time, first of all? I said Brandy was going to take it, and I think she did. I think you're a little delusional. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think you're a little delusional. Don't make me start
1: playing sitting up in my room right now.
0: But also, too, it just made me realize how, like, depending on what girl you were growing up, either you identify with Brandy more or you identify with Monica. Like, I was a little ratchet, a little bit of a hood rat. And so Monica is, like, right up my alley. You think that matters? I definitely think there was, like, more of a vibe.
1: I think... Even for Twitter, a lot of people were like they realized how talented Brandy was.
0: Don't get me wrong, Brandy is obscenely talented. Her voice is amazing. So I don't even want to say somebody won. I won't say Brandy won. (laughs) I'm gonna
1: say Brandy won. I'm not. Brandy had too many hits. Too many hits.
0: So did Monica. And even the she wasn't even allowed
1: to do the Moesha theme song, which would have won her around off top
0: well that's because you're giving her a point for nostalgia and is that
1: isn't this what the whole thing is about like <laughs> Versus is just about nostalgia I mean, like that's I the whole know. sum of verses. it's about the most nostalgic songs
0: I feel like Monica was kind of killing it but
1: first of all Monica had very low energy
0: Monica does not like Brandy <laughs> you know what yeah. so my sister was
1: big on like she was upset about that rhetoric she sent me like an interview afterwards that Monica did like the next day saying that like her and Brandy hadn't talked in eight years. And so initially, yeah, they, like, long time. they legit had beef. So initially they weren't going to do it at all because of that beef. But then because of this, they got together, they hashed everything out. And she's like, people can say whatever they want. But like the bigger thing to her is that they're good. So she's saying like they're really good.
0: Well, good. I'm glad. It just definitely the energy seemed a little off at first. But the longer I watched, the less I cared and the more they seemed to vibe.
1: Yeah true so 1.1 million views
0: I think it's the top that Versus has had I know that's crazy but it's really not because when I was thinking like who who have they had that's more famous collectively you don't think Erica Badu no Brandy had a TV (laughs) show like and Monica has been on reality TV show and still is on reality TV show today like Monica's still on reality yeah she has a reality TV show on VH1 I don't feel like Monica's that famous She has, like, way more followers than Brandy. This is the thing. Monica is not more famous historically, but Monica stays relevant to the culture. Brandy is very much okay just still being, like, an icon versus Monica is making sure to keep up with the changes, you know? That's true. Hence why the city girls were texting her song request.
1: Oh, that was real?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I guess that makes sense. But even still, like, 1.1 million, I feel like a lot, like, there was one tweet I saw where they were, like, um, if this had to go through like white, um, like white CEOs, white whatever, it would never have been okay.
0: And that's another side note. What do the white people have to do during th- this pandemic? What are their celebrities doing?
1: I mean, they have like the regular shows that they watch. The regular.
0: Yeah, but where's the innovation? Where's the creativeness? You know.
1: Well, honestly, there's still a lot of white people on the verses. Like they're still on everything we're doing.
0: But they're guest.
1: No, I'm saying, like, they're watching.
0: Yeah, but I just still think it's weird. I don't know. Not weird, but it's just kind of like, dang, my suck. Well, Where's Kenny Chesney <laughs> coming up with something? Doing a live concert for y'all. Girl, they can worry about themselves.
1: They seem to always end up all right. I am happy, though, because I think, was it Monica who dropped a single
0: afterwards? yes and i believe brandy has one coming up
1: or she has an album she has something yeah but both of them like they did numbers um their streams went up afterwards i think their followers went up afterwards Mm so versus is really becoming something where it's like very positive for the artists that go go on it like i also i wonder if they get paid now i feel like they might
0: that would be nice. I'm not sure.
1: Like, I feel like when they are talking about, like, the business, I just got some, like, vibes that, like, okay, maybe they're getting a coin now, especially because it's sponsored now.
0: Oh, that would be good. And I honestly think Instagram should pay them as well because 1.1 million viewers, I have never watched a live. I don't care <laughs> to watch people's lives. I don't care what they're doing. But I tuned in for, like, the verses. Were you there so. for all three hours? Yeah. I, I wasn't to, there for and all you three kept hours. kept calling me, and I was like, I stop <laughs> calling me.
1: So I thought it was over. I thought I missed it. And I'd call her, and she wasn't answering. So I called her again, and she's like, I'm watching Versus. <laughs> and just <laughs> hung
0: up. And I was like, okay, well, let me go watch. So, Yeah, and Monica's getting her own podcast from it, so. About? Um, I think it's just going to be a, I mean, about what? What is this about? <laughs> she's going to talk about stuff. <laughs> and people will choose to tune in or not.
1: But I just... I, I mean, Monica's just this seems so low energy. That it's going to be on
0: Apple, so I'm sure she'll get a little bit of list, listener letters, maybe somebody's boyfriend's in jail, they're trying to figure <laughs> things out, you know, baby mama drama. These are the things I'm picturing. Okay. Being the hot topic. I'll tune in. Mentioning the city girls, which I feel like this <laughs> topic is so me, you're probably going to be like, who are these people? I for sure will. <laughs> <laughs> But this morning, I was doing my little workout, and every time I work out, I listen to the Fill In Myself Spotify playlist, which is all female rappers. Let me go download it now. And so it's super cool because I cannot think of a time that there has been so many new female rappers Mm -hmm. that you can have like a playlist where it's new music. You know, it's not throwbacks. It's all new artists, new songs. And one thing I also noticed about the playlist is that it's all Southern girls. Like, from Miami, Texas, Alabama. And so I just think it's really interesting how kind of female rappers from the South are really revitalizing the rap scene for women. And just in general. Are they getting shine like that, though? Because, I mean... I think so, and I think it's really cool, too, that they collaborate Like, so name some. Okay, Mm -hmm. so Flo Millie's from Alabama. First of all, she's a dark-skinned girl. Okay. And so I'm really making sure that I support her for representation. Okay. Um, Mulatto, which people hate her name, but she's very talented. I don't (laughs) expect you to know because you don't, like, you don't stay trendy and hip. I don't. There's also some girl, I think she's from Dallas. I don't remember her name, but... And these are all on Spotify? All on Spotify, Filling Myself, all female artists, all recent music. Of course, there's like Megan Thee Stallion, the City Girls, but those are people that are pretty known. Um, and it's just really interesting. So
1: do you feel like because they're Southern, like versus being from New York, that there's like... a,
0: uh, Like it's holding them back in any way? Actually, no, I feel like Southern people take have taken over the hip-hop scene to be quite honest in just female rapper just in general in general think about the last time it was a super popular new york rapper um Flo, what's that man bobby Smurder? bobby Smurder is popular though strictly because of his storyline too
1: mm.
0: i'm saying just as far as like selling you know selling music being, not even selling music, because I don't want to say, I don't think these girls are selling crazy albums. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, being able to tour, being able to make money, Bobby Shmurda, if he wouldn't have went to jail, not saying he didn't deserve it, I don't think that he would have been... As popular? Yeah. But
1: he was popular before he went to jail. Wasn't he was
0: popular, but he wasn't crazy. He had one hit. in karate, which I love, but... Don't know it. <laughs> um, so, okay.
1: With these female rappers, though, the question keeps arising about their content which okay so the funny thing is part of me is kind of disdain part of me is kind of annoyed because it's like we don't have these conversations around male rap content which is just as basic a lot of the time but at the same time i remember i don't know if it was six months ago or a year ago i was talking to you and jaja about meg because y'all put me on meg the stallion like maybe two years ago or something mm-hmm. and y'all weren't really like writing for meg anymore and i was like why And you're like it's the same old thing It's the same music that she's been putting out. Like, how many times can I hear you talk about your vagina? And that was like a year ago. So what do you feel about the criticism that like all the female rappers are talking about the same thing? It's too sexual. Are you like, are you on the same page? Because you've said similar things.
0: Yeah, I go back and forth with this, first of all, because I think there's a ton of female artists that aren't talking about the same thing, like that chick no name. There's a chick named Cheese Something that was on the XXL freshman cover, but do I go listen to their music? No. So Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like I'm not checking for them, so I can't say that, I can't complain that, oh, everybody's talking about their vagina and how what the WAP is if I'm not even supporting the ones that don't. Is it repetitive? Yes. Do I want some origination? A little bit more? Yes. But Future talks about drugs all the time and buying girls jewelry. Drake <laughs> talks about, you know, being a simp. And I still listen, so. Are you you want to say Drake talks about being a simp? And he <laughs> does, think he ever yeah. Listens to this and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't answered my 15 DMs. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> the odds are not in my
1: favor. So, I guess what you're saying is there are other female rappers who are talking about different things and we're not trying to listen to them. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of rappers in general, so I don't feel like I'm a part of this. No, you don't. Mm -mm. But I mean, the thing is, I guess I would want... So what I loved about Nicki when I used to be a Barb, like way back in the gap, is that like, I feel like Nicki's first... Um, works, <laughs> I feel like she would talk about a lot of different things. Like, of course, she, she barely honestly, when she first came out, she didn't really talk about a lot of sexual things. She didn't really talk about her body a lot. She just, um, I feel like she had a lot more takes on different things. And then as she became more popular, it started being about her vagina and her body and bats and this and that. So I, I just kind of wish that some artists would go back to what got them popping in the first place.
0: I, I think agree. The
1: you used to talk about
0: no, and Sweetie either. Like, Sweetie, me and Jaja love Sweetie. We would listen to her back in the day. It was very much about being a boss chick, yeah. getting her degree, dee woo And now it's like, okay, girl, all we hear is you talking about the hoo-ha. I don't know any of Sweetie's songs. <laughs> I mean, I'll
1: try to get up today, but I like Sweetie. The one, like, um, the popular song that she came yeah. out with. Yeah. I really, really liked it. The freestyle that. I don't know if it was really a freestyle, but it was really nice. Mm-hmm. So I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Moving right long. So last week or a week ago or so, we talked about OnlyFans. Yes. Have you seen the headline about the teacher who happened to be a black woman? Was she I'll oh, see. Was she black? Yeah, she was oh. black. I'll show you the picture. She was a black woman and she was fired from her teaching job because they found out that she had an OnlyFans, an X-rated OnlyFans.
0: Is that legal?
1: They did it. (laughs) California teacher 26.
0: This is her. Is she black? Yeah, she's. I think she's Hispanic.
1: Okay. She might be Hispanic. I don't know. Um, Either way, she's fired from her teaching job because she has an X-rated OnlyFans. Do you think that that's justifiable? Do you think that that's
0: the thing is i don't even know if justifiable but it's just what's gonna happen right it's just the reality of you have to consider what kind of stuff you're doing outside of your career Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of teachers do actually sign something that would require them to have certain behavior outside of school i could be wrong but i feel like there might be something a lot of people are saying she shouldn't care because she's going to make more money But (laughs) some people... I mean, that's true, but OnlyFans money is temporary. I don't think this is going to be a five-year or ten-year... There's only so much sucking and fucking one can do on camera to continue to generate revenue, especially because girls are going to reach a limit where some girls are going to be fine to continue to escalate. Mm -hmm. But I actually read an article recently about a girl who, like, she went from just nudity, showing boobs, to now she's doing stuff where, like, Putting herself on a dog collar and peeing on like a puppy pee pad because it's constantly what the people are asking her to do for the money continues to go further and further. So for some women, it's you're gonna reach the point where it's like, okay, no, I'm not <laughs> doing that with the cucumber. <laughs> I don't think
1: they will. Like, I feel like at that point, what else can you do after you peed on a pee pad? Like, where I mean, where else not can her, but I'm saying
0: for the – I think there's a lot of girls that are gonna reach that point where it's like, okay, I was cool showing a little titty, but I'm not trying to.
1: And so you think they're going to lose subscribers? Yeah, of course. But I mean, at that point, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like at that point, they might be influencers. They might have enough of a brand following. Just like strippers get like loyal customers. You don't think OnlyFans people might have like some loyal
0: diehard There's basis? so many OnlyFans girls though. So how many, there's only so many known strippers too. So there's only going to be so many known OnlyFans girls. So no, would I lose my job or quit my job? So you wouldn't do OnlyFans? No.
1: If your face wouldn't be shown, you wouldn't do OnlyFans? I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, i If you could sell, like, feet pictures...
0: You oh, be... I would sell feet pictures for sure. If I could do lingerie and make money, for sure. I probably would, but I don't think that's realistic. Why? Because you'd have to show your face?
1: Yeah. The feet people... A lot of people are doing feet work. Mm-hmm. One time I
0: looked... Never mind. No, what happened? I mean, I'll probably do it, though. (laughs) I'll probably consider it. Interesting. I think another
1: thing with OnlyFans is, like, people know that they're getting, like, a real person. Like, nothing's been
0: photoshopped. Nothing's been, like... Oh, you remember one of our previous episodes, I talked about how I purchased a few OnlyFans subscriptions. mm -hmm. So I went back on there to see what's the happenings, (laughs) and they definitely just want you to buy additional content. So you, you pay mean? for a subscription, but then they message you like, hey, I just posted a new video, $12 to unlock. So that's also how they make more money. So what does the basic subscription get you? They have a feed that they'll post content, and I guess they decide. So somebody might just post photos, and they're like, you're not going to get a video unless you pay extra. Some people might post videos, too. It just they determine it. Okay, okay. So you told me about something going on in the UK. What's going on with that? Okay, yeah. So the UK is considering making celebs and other people put a hashtag if the photo is edited heavily. And it made me think about Khloe Kardashian. (laughs) Recently, she posted a photo that she looked totally different. Is that the one where she looked black? I don't know. There's so many with her. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm saying a photo, but there's so many where it's like, who is this? She posted a photo recently, and everybody was like, okay, this looks nothing like you. And you also did a confessional in this, fo- in this um, outfit. So we have the E picture of you, screen grab, versus this Instagram photo you posted. And these are two different women. So it made me just laugh because then the UK comes out with this possible law where they're going to require people to disclose. And I think it's a good thing. I I mean, I think it is, but how do you, like,
1: enforce? Like, that's a lot.
0: Well, the UK was also one of the first ones to force people to have to put that they're doing an ad. Oh. So, they found a way to do it somehow. I don't know. But um, I just thought it was interesting. And I thought about all the photos I (laughs) Facetune. That's the thing. It's like,
1: so is there a limit where it's like, if you facetune it a little, it's okay? I yeah. think
0: it might be strictly for celebrities or influencers, really. Not probably that, ev- like, they don't care about the person that's 300 followers. They're probably going to be after the people that you have millions. Okay. Which is good because I see so many girls, and luckily I'm older, so I'm not as influenced. But if my litmus test was Instagram, about how a woman is supposed to look, I would be depressed every day and crying because these women, you know, have 22 inch waist and 50 inch booties. And some of them is all photoshopped. It's also interesting, like, I think there was like a throwback
1: Twitter account where they were playing the I'm still in love with you video, right? Mm-hmm. And um, everyone was like, oh, the girl in the striped shorts was killing it. And she back then, like, that was considered a fat booty. And now she'd be like a regular, she might be considered small like yeah the, the difference in like what the ideal body type is now is is like so drastic i'm looking at the picture of of chloe and i'm really shook
0: yeah it's totally different from how she really looks and it's just weird when you have the two photos side by side is this the, two, the side by side yeah exactly that's very very weird
1: mm-hmm. well, interesting so what's been
0: going on with you this week crystal Uh, well, I've started working out again, which is constantly a story of me working out, stopping, going back. (laughs) But I feel like this time it might stick. Um, I love working out. It makes me feel so much better about myself, no matter what. when you say
1: working out, so I know you do, you got a cycle bike. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And then, so is that what you mean? I've been doing the cycle bike three times a week. This is the first week, though, again. So, I did the cycle bike three times. And then I also do um, Daria, Hanna Nova's fitness plan. So, I'm back doing that. Um, it's a six-week plan, and I'm hoping that I stick with it this time. And this so- is week one? Yes, week one. So, I'm really not talking about it. Probably, like, week three, I'll check in. And if I'm still doing it, we can discuss. But- so, we both did the last six-week challenge
1: Everything was going good for the first three weeks. I don't know what happened. Yeah, me (laughs) neither.
0: Something just happened with me. I was like, I'm over this. So this time I am not getting on the scale at all. I'm just focused on the actual fitness aspect of it. Okay. And even if I take photos every week, I'm not going to compare the photos either. I'm just going to take them and have them there. I'm not going to look at the last photos. I don't want anything to deter me from focusing on the goal. Oh, that's good. I'm proud of you. I'm just finishing it because I keep giving this lady all my money. (laughs) Um, also, I am realizing that I like to recycle men. <laughs> how, how so? Like, okay, <laughs> you know how some girls are like, okay, I don't want to sleep with anybody else because I don't want to get my body count up. Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily that cause I'm not even sleeping with anybody, but it's more so just if they pop back up, I'm like, oh, let's talk again because of boredom. That makes sense because I always wonder like how was this person whenever we talk
1: about a guy i'm like where did he come from
0: yeah and i never say names either you because don't i don't want to have the shame of being like girl he's <laughs> back around <laughs> so i was like i recycle men and it's not really the best thing but this week was really bad because like three popped back up and all of them were like oh i want to take you out to dinner or whatever and i'm like well no because i'm trying to social distance but really it's the fact like i don't even want to.
1: Engage. Re- yeah,
0: engage. But it's just so interesting.
1: You know, they wouldn't be able to pop back up if you blocked them, right?
0: Yeah. And I say pop back up, but it's not like even they disappeared. It was just like, you know, it fizzled out mm-hmm. or just things happen and we stopped talking. But now we're back talking. And I just realized I love to recycle men. Are you going to like, is this something you're working on or are you just like, whatever? I don't even think I'm working on it because <laughs> honestly, it's Corona right now. And I'm just focused on surviving. So I've kind of stopped this self-work. That's a whole other thing. I've realized, like, I'm tired of constantly working on things. I'm over it.
1: You're over self-improvement, Yeah, crystal? I
0: am. For probably the rest of the year. So I don't even come to me with that.
1: So, so what, what does that mean? You're just going to continue in whatever habits? Which, by whatever. the way, I don't
0: know if I've ever told you this. We go to the same therapist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she actually told me not to come back. Did I tell you? I, I didn't think you said that she
1: told you not to come back. No, she told
0: me not to come back. and I was actually laughing because I was texting Lisa about it Oh, (laughs) and I was like yeah she was like how's therapy going I was like oh girl I'm not in it anymore because you told me not to come back and then I was like dang I sound so crazy (laughs) why did she tell you not to come back she told me that I know what I need to do but I'm not doing it so obviously I'm not ready to change (laughs) which is very (laughs) very accurate (laughs) very accurate very much her, our therapist, right. and I was like, dang, sis, like, it's kind of harsh, but the <laughs> fact that she really told me that, and was like, fuck this copay, fuck the deductible I'm going to get, stop coming up in here, wasting my time, <laughs> and it was so awkward, because she had one of those, uh, student people with her, <laughs> so it was like, the therapist, me, and this girl I've never met before, <laughs> and she's like, don't come back, <laughs>
1: I guess until you're ready. Not like, don't come back at all. Yeah.
0: Basically, she's like, yeah. But the way she was, just like, just don't, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been thinking about, and it's funny because when I was telling our friend about the story about her telling me not to come back, she was like, well, what are you going to do? And then I was like, honestly, I agree with her. I don't want to be back. I just want to do my own thing right now. January, I'll start the process of self-improvement again, possibly. So with these recycled men, I
1: mean... (laughs) is it serving like
0: yeah I find them so entertaining that's valid that's the thing they're all so fun and different and I love that like one of them he's into drop shipping so like he (laughs) FaceTimed me and was teaching me about drop shipping and it's like okay I'm gonna take that we love a helpful man yeah one of them you know it's just like these are entertaining people Okay. okay are they my husband no but they're fun for now that's valid that's valid. Well, what, what else has been going on? Um, I'm back going out after COVID. You know that I had the Rona, And I have been very, very responsible for the past, like, three months. Crystal, but... <laughs> you did not have Rona three months ago, did you? Oh, no, like a month. <laughs> exactly. So you've been very responsible for the past month. <laughs> but I'm, like, starting to consider going back out tonight. I'm supposed to go to my first, like, social thing of, like, a dinner and I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared, but I'm possibly going to go. I can't
1: judge you because I'm going to a wedding tomorrow.
0: Yeah, or I'm going to cancel. Like, I don't know. I don't think you're going to cancel. I feel like I want to go. I want to go. I miss hanging out with my friends, and I miss catching up, But Weren't you going to go to something else after that, too? Yeah, I have, like, a lot planned for today. <laughs> And I'm a little nervous. It's like
1: three o'clock and she's already drinking Tito's. So
0: that's how I know you're not going to cancel. Exactly. Anyway, that's enough about my life. I'm putting (laughs) too much information. How are you? What's new? I'm
1: good. I'm good. So this week I learned that my dog might be a little bit of a killer. (laughs) (laughs) Not um, not for people, but for like small animals. Um, He was in the dog park. I don't think he killed the squirrel. I think he kind of like followed up. But there was like a squirrel running through the dog park and like i saw the dogs chasing it and i'm like they're not gonna get the squirrel they got the squirrel like two of them got the squirrel and then while we were trying to get the two of them off the squirrel sorry I she's been drinking while we were trying to get the two of them off the squirrel my dog buddy runs up and grabs it and so i'm like uh might be raising a little killer there Sounds like I had to look up Reddit to like reassure me that it's perfectly normal. You might be raising a Dexter. Listen, don't do buddy. He's a sweetheart, Um, (laughs) but it's perfectly normal outside of that. I also invested like for the first time in like stocks, like a whole share, not fractional Apple split Apple and Tesla just split and I got some Apple shares. So I was very proud and I'm kind of like an overkill. So like after I got the Apple shares, I started looking up all these other shares I wanted I didn't get the whole ones, but I got, like, fractionals of, like, 10 other stocks. So I spent, oh. like, I spent, like an extra $500, <laughs> like, on, I know. Chizzy. <laughs> I know. I know. All of this is unbudgeted. I know. So it's supposed to go to my savings and did not. <laughs> so I spent, like, $500 extra on these stocks, and the next day, the market drops. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, literally, the next day... The market fell so badly that Ally sent me an email like, hey, oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> we know the market's been down 5%. Like, so I feel I feel like this is not my best introduction into the stock market. But, you know, I'm in it for the long term. So still feeling good there. And I know I was telling you last week that I'm on back on the dating apps and we said that we're going yes. like, to be serious. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to be more serious and more consistent. I had a date scheduled this morning. Um, so it's, this, is, this is what's hard, right? So first of all, usually I'm much better at like knowing kind of what I'm getting into.
0: I didn't realize he was this short. Okay, this is my thing. And I sound hypocritical. But is somebody that's the same height as you this short? Yes. How is that that short? It's he's short. the same height. It's not like he's 5'2".
1: First of all, Crystal, you're 5'2", and you date men who are 6+. plus.
0: That's just what happens to me. <laughs> so. I don't, I've dated a short guy. How short? You remember Eric back in college. He was shorter. He was like 5'8".
1: I don't remember him being that short. But still, I just wasn't prepared. You know when you just have something in your mind, and you yeah. think someone's going to look a certain way? And he was just short. He just looked short to me. I don't know how to put it. He looked short. It just was like an instant, like turn off. It was like hard to like. Really? <laughs> yes. Like very, like a huge turn off. Yeah.
0: You <laughs> have so many turn offs though, and that's the problem. I want for you to pick like three and hold on to that list because everything's a turn off. No,
1: it's. Not, this is. The, I'm not even like a height like.
0: Yes, you are. I'm, I'm not.
1: Like five ten is fine. Five seven is not. So it was an instant like, yeah. And so we were going to do brunch, breakfast, whatever. Um, <laughs> we are going to do brunch. That's my killer trying to get out here and like play with us. <laughs> we were going to do brunch, right? And so the place that, we, that I suggest, suggested, um, I got there and he's like, yeah, it's an hour wait. And I was already like, so I was like, oh, let's find some place around here. So we found like a bar that's down the street. What bar? It's called Griff's.
0: (gasps) Oh my gosh, I lost my keys there once. (laughs) (laughs) And I got so drunk, my friend's mom had to come pick us up because she had a DWI. So she had the breathalyzer in her car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Griff's. It's like a dive bar. Yes. Crystal. why do you have a store? (laughs) It's owned by two lesbian attorneys. They're super sweet. (laughs)
1: Well, that's where I was this morning. <laughs> so we went to Griff's it, the conversation was cool. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that he's a guy who like he has his life pretty much together, has a good, stable job, owns a house out in Katy, you know, like
0: what's his name? Because I also want I I've been talking to a guy in Nigerian? Katy. Oh, no. He's OK. Not okay no, it's okay.
1: not the same. Okay. <laughs> okay, <girl>. <laughs> <laughs> Sister wise. It's supposed to be <laughs> a boy's mind
0: podcast. And no, I'm just kidding because I don't care.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like real nice, stable guy. Great conversation. But I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, this is the thing. It's not even like I'm trying to do casual dating instead of like trying to date for the one because.
0: Yes. Can I say something controversial? Say it. I think you need to make out with him one good time. Give him a kiss, tongue him a little bit, and then you will see for sure if he's not the one because know. recently plot twist, there was this guy and if he ever hears this, he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> but he has been pursuing me since I was a freshman in college on me like taking me on dates every two or three years whatever finally recently I was going through my heartbreak so I was a little bit more loose and so not even loose but like more open to him because I know he's a great man Mm -hmm. but I never saw it from him for him and it's because he's super tall like very much taller than me he's like six four that's the bad thing for you it was just the height six four to five two it was a lot and so I was like I don't know if I really feel you anyway we made out he took me out on another date tried again, we made out, and now I'm, like, hooked on him. And yeah. I did not feel the chemistry at first. And that kiss, I was like, oh, you got something. But and then after were that. Were you attracted to him before that? Like, indifferent. It was like, okay. I wasn't unattractive. It was like, you're okay. cool, you know, like, great conversation, great vibe. Gentleman had his life together. Not saying that's going to happen all the time, because I have had where, like, I kiss a guy, and it's further confirmation, <laughs> where it's like, you're really not the one. Gotcha. Also, it's COVID, so maybe, I don't know, be sure about his social distancing before oh, you make he out. Oh, he seems thing. better than me. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, just kiss him one so good time. <laughs> and then if it's a no, it's a no. <sighs> you never had a guy where you don't think you're attracted and then y'all make out and it's like, fuck. No. Oh, um, that happens to me quite <laughs> often. But I'm very picky, which is funny because it doesn't seem like it, but I'm extremely picky. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep him around. He's, he's yeah, We have a lot of things in
1: common. Um, it just was like, it just doesn't have, it's not that like burst of chemistry. And then also he's Catholic. Which also for okay. me, like I know he's not gonna be like my my end guy, right? Like I know he's not gonna be
0: But if you're casual dating, I want for you to let the end guy go. I know, that's Because what I'm if on. you keep casual dating thinking about the end guy, yeah. you're not casual dating. I know, I you're know you're faking the funk. Casual dating is enjoy the company, enjoy the day for what it is. That's very valid. And stop thinking about your future wedding. Let uh, it go. That,
1: I'm doing that. So the guy I'm going out with after the
0: podcast
1: is mm-hmm. definitely not my future guy. Um, at all but he the is he thing, white he's, no he's, oh, uh, okay no, no, I'm no, just
0: no. saying because I for sure would be a <laughs> for you
1: no 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 but he's like spiritual I don't think he like is like locked into a religion he's definitely not my future guy he's 40 so yeah okay. much older right um, and I knew he was older when he was like you're a baby and I was like I'm a baby So he's 40, but he seems like he'll be fun. I feel like there'll be a lot more chemistry in that date. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about that. And the funny thing is I could have had another date today. There's another guy who like, I think today's his birthday. And he's like, what are you doing later today? And I was like, I have to do a podcast. Don't know how long that will take because it's like, (laughs) I can't like, I'm meeting this other guy at six. Oh yeah. You don't have
0: very much time. I don't have
1: much time after that. I can't be starting a date at like nine for the first date. But it's also funny because every guy that I talk to who I tell him I'm doing a podcast, they're like, oh, what's the name? And it's like, hold up there, boy. I can't give you the name of my podcast because I'm talking yeah. about y'all. So <laughs> the guy I went on a date with this morning wanted to know the name. He was going to subscribe. I was like, no, 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 you no, no. You need to not
0: even draw breadcrumbs c- because there's a guy, I told him once about like my YouTube, mm-hmm. and literally he found me. And you know, How? my YouTube, he like searched for it. He was fixated on figuring out who I was. So don't even, it's a good Like conversation starter, obviously, but maybe say something else like a YouTube channel Okay, to throw them off the sink, because if not, they'll look for it.
1: We're losing out on subscribers, because we could have at least had five, (laughs) (laughs) because all these guys were like, oh, I'll subscribe, and it's like, yeah, I can't have you following me while I talk about the roster that I'm trying to create, and how you're just another person on it, but... At least I'm getting out of my comfort zone.
0: Yeah, I'm very proud of you because this is very unlike you. So unlike you. And I'm really going to be proud when you go on a date and you're just like, I had a good time. And it's not even like, I had a good time, but he's not my future husband. It's just going to be, I had a good time. I enjoyed myself.
1: The funny thing is, I think I had a decent time this morning. Yeah. I think I had a decent time. Good. So we'll see what happens later tonight. But two, And it's funny because it, it is just like me to go from like none to like two, two in a day.
0: Yeah, it is very
1: (laughs) you, very extreme. Next week I'll be like, I have four lined up today.
0: Yeah, and then the next month could be like, no, I'm over dating. I'm working on myself. I'm not dating for another month. Yeah. So Chizzy, as you know, I'm back working out. I'm back trying to get my fitness on. but support it. One of my biggest struggles is really being fixated on the number on the scale. Yeah. And I think part of that is that right now, if I'm being honest, I'm fat, possibly obese. If we use the BMI. Using the BMI,
1: I'm definitely obese. Yeah.
0: Possibly. What is it called? Morbidly obese. I don't know if I'm (laughs) quite there yet. (laughs) I'm probably getting worse. (laughs) I'm possibly a point away. (laughs) And so as I've moved into my 30s, that's brought up a lot for me. Or it's just different how I look at weight now. Mm Um. I know that you and I, unfortunately, both share a similar thing about losing a parent. Right. And I know in the past we've talked about the fact of, like, how it's shaped um, our eating. So just share a little bit about your experience. So
1: the funny thing is, it wasn't until I started really, like, looking back on, like, my weight struggle, because I've been trying to lose weight as long as I can remember. Well, not as long as I can remember, right? So um, I remember, like... It was really like around the third grade when I started gaining weight, which is when my father passed. So the big thing that I remember is like when my dad died, people would come over and they would bring food, and they would not just bring like meals; they'd bring a lot of snacks because there's like four kids, right? So they'd bring a lot of snacks for the kids, and like we didn't really have a lot of snacks around before that. So it's like all these snacks. Like before, I couldn't get all the snacks I wanted. Now all these snacks I could get and it made me feel better and it made me feel happy and so I would snack a lot and that's like, I feel like that's the first time I remember like emotionally eating is like the happiness I felt getting these snacks, especially these little Debbie snacks is what people would bring a lot and I think, um, I think that just followed with me throughout my life where it's like eating was the place that I went to, um, especially certain sweets was a place that I went to to just feel better and it was hard to like, break that it's still hard to break the emotional connection it's not hard to know what I should eat right but it's hard to break the emotional connection with something that has been a part of my life for my father passed when I was seven so something that's been a part of my life for 23 years now right yeah so I think it just created such um such a cycle and like such an emotional attachment that like has just continued throughout what about for you
0: yeah so kind of similar um i lost my mom when i was 20 and we weren't in college i think we were seniors i probably wasn't a senior though because we all know <laughs> <laughs> my gosh story is a little different but when my mom passed away i just remember kind of first of all i was 20 on the brink of 21 but dr- started drinking a lot more started dating a man that was 10 years older than me and started eating a fucking lot like constantly wanting to snack I remember going to Northgate and getting 22, like, pieces of sushi because I was just really bummed out and sad, and it got to the point where food was a sedative, kind of, mm. basically. I would eat to the point where I was literally so full that I would be lethargic and go to sleep, mm-hmm. and also just started eating in bed. There's a lot of weird stuff I picked up, which goes hand-in-hand with, like, the depression of losing my mom, obviously. Right. And so for me, I don't even know if it made me happy. It just became the routine and the eating so much to the point I got sleepy.
1: I feel like a lot of it is that it's like a trauma response where it's like you're not or you don't have the ability because so high school, I was dieting all through high school, even though I was skinny, because the thing that bothered me is that like I had hips like I guess I I always have hips right and thighs And so all my other friends could fit into, like, size twos, and I couldn't because, like, my thighs wouldn't fit or my hips wouldn't fit. But I wasn't, like, big. I just had, like, hips and thighs. But in my mind, I was huge because I think I was, like, a size six and all my friends were, like, a two. So I was diving all through high school. I didn't like the number. And, like, if we put this on YouTube one day, like, I'll put a picture. Like, I was so – like, when I look back, I'm like, I was so, like, small. Yeah. But I was always diving through high school. And what really took off is, like, when I went to college – I started emotionally eating because I, I was homesick. There was just a lot of things going on with college, a lot of um emotional things I didn't know how to deal with. And so I went back to like what was my what I knew, what was comfortable, was what was comforting, right? And so I think a lot of times there's a lot of like mental health issues that are not dealt with and instead you go to this other thing that like comforts you or that for you like Put you to sleep, you
0: know? Yeah. And I definitely agree. I know for me, a big factor too is, um, I have a very diverse friend group, mm. but specifically in high school, I have mostly white friends. I also intend all white private school in elementary school. So it's a very different culture about what is visually appealing. Right. So even when I was smaller, I remember I was fixated on, I don't know if you remember the store 579. Yeah. (laughs) I was fixated on fitting a double (laughs) zero. I literally started eating salads every day and walking with weights in my backpack to make sure that I was working out because to me, this double zero was like the goal. And also, I grew up with a mom that was very much image conscious. So, like, I was cheerleading captain. I was cotillion. I was on homecoming court. This was required. And also, part of the requirement was, like, oh, you're getting a little fat. You're getting a little chunky. And, you know, she would, like, lovingly say, like, oh, well, you know, this size four dress doesn't fit you Mm -hmm. because keep in mind, I'm very curvy, too. And that's the thing, too. When college came, it was a whole different thing about the fact, like, I have a big booty naturally so even when i gain weight my booty's big and then it's this thing where it's like you start to you don't realize how big you're getting because guys are loving it (laughs) and so it's just always very interesting but yeah i think a big part of my distorted eating started definitely like from elementary school when it was like all these soccer moms (laughs) that would eat a piece of celery and be full and Their daughters were picking up those habits, and Mm -hmm. then I'm hanging out with their daughters, and I'm also picking up this idea of um, distorted eating. I have a friend who I specifically remember, like, hearing her throw up after we would eat dinner at her family's house, hearing her puke in the bathroom after, and that just being the norm. And knowing that her parents are hearing this too because we're at the same table, (laughs) the bathroom's near. And so for me, it was, like, either binge eating or this super restrictive dieting eating.
1: So when do you remember, like, the first time that you really started making efforts to like lose weight, and that you you saw like a diet work?
0: Um. So I've done all the diets you can think of. I've done the cabbage soup diet. I've done South Beach diet. I've done Atkins. I've done when Beyonce had Dream Girls, and they said she did the lemonade diet. You did the lemonade I, diet. I did the lemonade <laughs> diet. Um. I've done the grapefruit diet. I've done the military diet. There's not a diet that I haven't tried you also
1: did the what's the shakes
0: yeah i did herbalife (laughs) so probably as far as an adult the biggest results i saw was with herbalife first that was the first time i really saw a big change what about for you oh
1: my gosh so there were two so the first time i've had like three personal trainers in my life the first time i had a personal trainer i didn't see that big of a difference because i was still eating whatever i wanted um and then after that like I think I just tried doing cardio like crazy, right? So it was, like, sophomore year, and I think I only lost, like, 10 or 12 pounds, but I look great. Like, my biggest thing is always, like, I want my waist small, right? So I look great. Um, And then didn't maintain it, came right back. So the next biggest thing, and I've tried all these different types of diets and eating well and stuff, too. I've also tried, um, what is it called? What is that? Eat... eat, Overweight Anonymous.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember when you did that. Um,
1: which also, it was helpful. Like, the things that I learned was really, really helpful. Um, but the next biggest time was when I... So, I tried keto at first in, like, 2014. And it was not as popular as it is now. Like, my sister was like, this is dangerous. I don't think you should do that. She told my brother to talk to me. Like, <laughs> it was a whole thing. And I was like, whatever. And I lost weight, but I didn't stick with it. I only did it for, like, two weeks. And I lost, like, seven or nine pounds. But I tried keto again, um, I think it was like April of 2017. And I was just fed up. I was just like, I am fed up. Like, I so that since January of that year I was trying different things, right? I was like, okay, let me cut out sodas. That didn't really do anything. I was like, okay, let me make sure I'm working out three or four times a week. That didn't really do anything. So, like I would keep doing those things, but I would add different things on. Like, okay, let me increase my water. Okay, let me try to do certain meals. So, Let me track my food every day. So I kept doing things until I finally one week was like, okay, well, let me try keto because it worked last time. And I just stuck with it. And that was when I first started to see a huge change. And I think between April and September, I lost like 40 pounds.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this because you always hear about it. How people, when they lose weight, they feel like the treatment they receive is different. The way people react to them is different. Did you experience that with that weight loss or?
1: Yes, but it's also hard because I feel like I acted different.
0: So. And that's a whole thing. But let's <laughs> first talk about the people's reaction to you. Okay. What things did you notice?
1: I feel like always, like people just love beautiful people. And so, of course, it's like, I feel like you get more attention when you're out. Um, I don't, it's just, it's so hard to separate the internal from the external because I also feel like when you're more confident, you probably get a lot of those same things too. But I feel like um, you get more attention. It's easier to talk to people. It's also the best thing. The best thing is clothing. Your clothing options open up so much. Like that is like, because you know how like you see something and it's like, oh, that looks so cute. But it just is not right for your shape. Yeah. And so like being able to have so many more options like, oh, I can try this. I can do that. I can. Oh, my gosh. That was like my favorite thing. Being able to order more online. It just it was the best thing. That was what really made me very happy. And
0: I definitely relate because it's funny. We also did the keto diet around the same time. And we also lost like a sizable amount of weight. I think I went from like 192 to 150 yeah. or like 149. And so for me, my breaking point, one of them was I went to Portland with my girlfriends. <laughs> Cause I had a friend who lived there because she was working for Intel at the time. And Portland is super hilly. I could not go up this hill one night at three in the morning. I was exhausted. Really? I was so tired because I was just so much overweight. I'm five two. So being 190 something is huge for like my height. The crazy thing is for me,
1: i've always been able to be fit even when i'm overweight yeah not like, me.
0: that was the point where it was like i was not fit and i just remember all of them going up the mountain or the hill and i remember being honestly if i'm completely transparent a little bitter and resentful mm. also we went on a cruise that year for new year's <laughs> me and my girlfriends and they were all super slim i just remember feeling like bad about myself and I honestly think I was a little mean to them I've been, in certain I've been ways there. because I was so resentful about how I looked and how I felt about my own body that I was treating them funnier or just maybe a little bit more snippy than I would have been. So there
1: are two different times where I've done that um, one time, New Orleans, we went to New Orleans for Essence Fest. And when I tell you I was a terror, <laughs> Like I was so bit. I was also depressed, which I didn't know it, but I was so like unhappy and unpleasant to be around that like at the end of the trip, my sister and Jaja, my best friend sat me down and, and like had like an intervention, like we're concerned about you. What's going on? <laughs> so it was that bad. And then I had to do a lot of I got in therapy after that <laughs> I had to do a lot of reflection. But then I also remember another trip when we went to DR. Do you remember this? What's we yes. the dominican republic <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so, to get spicy y'all <laughs> so the first thing is there was one part where me and crystal were sitting on the same bed <laughs> and like part of like the, the do you remember this yeah like part of the no, bed no like, i know, honestly we we're sitting on the same bed and part of the bed like came off or something like something happened to the bed and then like when we got back My sister called me and she's like, hey, how are you? I was like, I'm good. She's like, well, you know, Crystal and and Jaja reached out to me and they're just a bit concerned. And I was like, concerned about what? She's like, well, they just feel like you're eating obsessively and et cetera, et cetera. And I was pissed. I was so, I was livid. So like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to starve myself. I'm just going to this and that. And then I was just like, I, I just went through so many different emotions. I was so pissed. I tried to talk to my therapist about it. And at first I was like, I'm not talking to them again. Like, I'm done with them. Yeah, I
0: definitely thought How- our friendship was over with that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How dare they call my sister. They could have just talked to me themselves. But yeah, that was... Um, those are hard parts. But the crazy thing is, th- it wasn't enough to really... It's like, I kept trying different things, but it's just sustaining it was the hard part. And I would always dip out. Because like I said, like, I can... Like, I can, I'm pretty fit. Like, I can do a lot of things exercise-wise, but it still won't show in my body. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I think there'll definitely be subtle changes, but, like, as in, like, ultimately weight loss, no.
0: Yeah, and so once I finally got with the keto, and also, too, I've lost a sizable amount of weight probably, like, three times in my life and Mm. slowly always put it back on. Mm -hmm. But the most recent time was with the keto, and I just remember feeling like I was being treated so much better. Really? I remember men, like, opening doors for me that I feel like now, as I've gained weight, it doesn't happen as much anymore. Or just Mm. them being super courteous of, like, making sure I got on the elevator first. There's different things. I just feel like my femininity was a lot more... Not to sound like divest Twitter. But <laughs> <laughs> the Your I,
1: feminine energy. Yeah, it was just
0: a lot stronger. Or maybe just because they weren't not noticing me. Mm. Sometimes I feel like now as you gain weight, you become kind of unnoticeable. Oh, like, yeah. You're just a... Background. Cut out in the room, mm-hmm. you're a background You're not really a star There's of the show There's a show skit about
1: that on um, Awkward Black Girl That Yeah, I
0: haven't seen it But <laughs> I definitely feel like I was definitely treated differently And also too, absolutely the confidence Oh yeah The confidence of knowing that you're working on yourself Even if I wasn't where I thought I wanted to be As far as like as small as I wanted to be I still definitely think I ex- exuded a certain confidence and energy
1: Girl, first of all You already know You couldn't tell me. I was out in these streets, okay? (laughs) I was out in these streets, and I was in, like, thought wear sometimes. Like, I was in... All the Fashion Nova dresses, like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I would
1: be out, like, two or three times a week.
0: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. She was a Fashion Nova addict. She was fucking Fashion
1: Nova And, like, to the point where, like, my sewings had to be like, hey, we noticed you're dressing a little bit provocative." I mean, yeah, the tits were (laughs) out on
0: Instagram. It was a lot. I remember one time I was like, why did she have so much cleavage in this photo? Where is the tea? But you were filling yourself. I was just filling myself, and it was just, like, for so
1: long, like, I didn't really like posting. I didn't really like, you know, doing a lot. And finally, like, you feel, like, Amazing, And it's like, I just want to share it. I want to like be feeling myself. I want to be, you know, in my bag. And I was.
0: Now let's talk about the shift because we both have gained the weight back. Mm-hmm. And then some, if I'm honest with me, I've gained the weight and then some. Mm-hmm, same. How did that affect you? For me, it was really hard. I feel a lot of shame Um, a lot of guilt. I feel like now whenever I hang out with people that I haven't seen in a while, I have to give them a preface of, Hey, I've gained weight back or Hey, I don't look the way I used to look, especially men. Oh, Um, feeling like I need to let them know in advance. Like, Hey, the crystal that you had at this point is not the one that's showing up today. And that's been hard for me. Also, have they cared so far? Of course not. But I mean, they don't (laughs) care about anything most of the time in my presence. No, they haven't noticed my personality's still the same. Right still got this face that is bomb bomb you know (laughs) so (laughs) but for me the biggest thing with the weight gain has been the shame of feeling like i failed myself again or feeling like there is a it's like a drug addict to be honest. This mm-hmm. is the only thing I can equate it to It's like you beat your demon. You've been in AA for six months. You got your chip. Yeah. And then you start drinking, again. you start drinking again. And before you know it, it spirals mm-hmm. because I do remember it was like, I think I went to Spain and it was like, okay, I'm just going to eat. I'm going to eat a little bit more. I'm in Spain, whatever. Then I had like weddings and bachelorette parties in Mexico. Oh, we're in Mexico. I'm going to enjoy it. And then, like, the next thing I knew. And you also got in a relationship. I got in a relationship. Relationship weight is too real. <laughs> um, I forget about that all the time. He had me really blown up because he loved a good steakhouse. And just now it's, like, the shame. I yeah. feel just, like, the shame and the guilt.
1: I, man. So the crazy thing is I was so proud of myself because I maintained my weight within, like, five or so pounds for, like, a year and a half. And then what really took me down, even though, I mean, so I I feel like I never dealt with the reasons I gained weight, like the reasons I emotionally ate. And so when another giant came in my life, I went back to what I was used to. So I had the bar. So I did not pass the bar the first time I took it, right? Um, Because I have a lot of, like, I have anxiety issues. Um, And so the second time, like, practicing to take it for the second time, it was, there was a lot of anxiety. Um, And I was working while studying for the bar both times. But the second time the job I was working, I was, I was stressed. I wasn't quite sure if I should quit or what I should do. So um, I took off, I think only like a week and a half before the bar to study for the bar, like completely. And I just know leading up to the bar, I started binge eating, like just really, really, really bad bingeing. I know one weekend when I was in the like hotel studying, I just had like packs of M&Ms. I was just throwing back. And it's like one of those things where, you know, you're doing it, but I just didn't know what else to do. Cause it's like, I just was so overwhelmed with, with this thing that I was supposed to do. Um, and I feel like since like after that, I kind of just, it was just the sliding. It's so weird. Cause it's like, you hit a point and then you just start going down it's like a free fall like you can't catch anything. I'm telling you it's like alcohol
0: I just whenever I watch intervention Mm -hmm. and this not necessarily like other drugs but whenever I watch an intervention episode about an alcoholic I see so much of like binge eating in that Mm -hmm. and the sense we're like it starts where you go out with your family and maybe you have a (laughs) glass of wine and you're like oh it's fine because it's just a glass of wine and then the next thing you know you're like in your closet (laughs) with little shot glasses (laughs) and then the next thing you know you're hiding the vodka bottle in the trash can like before you know it, it's from one extreme right. to the other. Because right. you've allowed it back in your life.
1: Right. No, same.
0: So let me ask you another thing. As far as age, because now we are both 30, and we're newly 30. Yeah. How do you think your view of weight in your body has changed as you've gotten older? Have you learned to embrace it a little bit more? Is your 30s bringing... I remember watching Sex in the City back in the day, and they'll always be like, oh, when you reach this age or that age, you just start to love yourself who you are and you're walking into your full truth and so many people say that do you believe that that's true so far no
1: I think (laughs) that I've got to a better place because I went to therapy and I did the work to get to a better place I don't think I would have naturally just arrived upon a better place I think now in my 30s I'm really focused on even though I'm slacking currently but like my I'm focused on what do I want and what are my goals and not what do I feel like society expects from me? What am I expected to look like? What should I, you know, like what are the influencers looking like? Like what are my goals? What are my, what's my ideal body? So I feel like, I feel like I'm being shaped differently because I've done the work and not really because I'm just 30. But I definitely think I've changed in in that way.
0: I think for me, part of it is definitely age. I think as I've gotten to this, like I'm about to be 31 in a few weeks, <laughs> I realize how much of my 20s My weight was always a precursor to everything Mm. else. I couldn't do this because I didn't feel confident. I couldn't wear a crop top because I wasn't 120. I couldn't wear a bathing suit on the beach because I wasn't. You know, it was always a thing. And I think definitely, maybe it's because it's been like 10 years of my life. (laughs) Now I'm like, fuck it. Right. This cellulite and these stretch marks are seeing some sun, motherfucker. And you're gonna either (laughs) accept it. Are you going to move around? And I think part of it is, like, the older you get, the more you realize that
1: it stuff doesn't really matter. Like, the yeah. more experiences you have where you're like,
0: eh. And life grinds you down so much with all the other stresses. <laughs> you just can't help but to worry about other things. Not life grinding you down. You know, I definitely think that's true. But in addition to just the age, also definitely going to counseling, really working on myself, reflecting on what's important to me mm-hmm. has also been a thing because I realize, like, yeah, I could be a size two, but am I healthy? True. Am I working out? Am True. I enjoying these workouts?
1: I think the thing that's hard for me is um, balance. And I think that's always been my biggest issue because, like I said, I'm zero to 100, right? So I was doing the six-week challenge and, like, for the first two or three weeks, I was doing great, working out six six times a week having, like, all my pre-planned meals home-cooked, having all my macros. And do you think
0: that's part of, like, your perfectionist nature? Yeah. Right? If it's not perfect, then you give up. Yes.
1: I think that's exactly what it is. Like, once I realize, like, I don't know how I can do this perfectly and do my job perfectly, I quit one.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of women, honestly. We constantly, and it's hard, too, because obviously we have this standard in society of, like, the perfect image again we just talked about instagram and Mm. the need to put ads on photoshop pictures everything like i know for me now at this age i have friends that they want to be the perfect wife the perfect mother that's what they want to give off right and so even that it's like really you're in counseling because you're depressed you feel like you're failing as a mom but you want for people to on facebook to think that you are this perfect mother and so i think that definitely like the perfectionist and the perfectionism that we sometimes want to reach for also too i always say this like I need a little drama in my life, and everything else is so in line. Like I have a career, I have my finances together, I have this, I have that. But like the weight becomes an easy escape of like the drama. Hmm, if that makes sense, so. like the chaos. That's the only chaos in my life. Everything else is very much. What about men? Not really. It's not really chaos because <laughs> I don't care to. I could go either way. Okay. With having one, you know. Okay. That I mean, that's fair. I feel like I,
1: the perfectionist is is really an issue. And that's, that's probably what I have to tackle where it's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't. And I, and I, well, I know that mentally, I feel like if it's not perfect, if I'm not doing everything perfect, I don't want to do it because I don't want to fail again. And I think yeah. that's the issue of feeling like, okay, I failed. Like I didn't do this. I failed. I didn't keep this up. I failed. If I didn't do it as well as I did it before, like if I'm not in there doing one and a half hour workouts six times a week, I'm not doing it yeah you know and i think that's the issue
0: now let's talk about the flip of the coin because i think this is interesting and i have to be honest with myself too do you feel like you have had to unlearn judging other fat people or other people that have gained weight or being like critical i know for me i used to see like a girl and actually recently i was an h-e-b by my house and this girl she was a larger woman had on booty shorts and a crop top and the all of me would have been like, oh my gosh, girl, do you realize you're out here in booty shorts and a crop top and you're like a size twenty four? Have you had to unlearn that in some sense? I don't know if I have unlearned <laughs> that, just to be completely honest. I feel like
1: I feel like people who are very critical of others are critical of themselves. And I feel like that's still an issue that I'm probably working through that where it's like I am so hypercritical of myself that I'm Like unaware, like unconsciously hypocritical of others, but I do think I it's getting better. Where it's like, I mean, who who is she hurting if she looked definitely no? I'm gonna have an issue with it, Um, you know. Like just like the other day, there was a guy. Guys get away with it so often. Like guys are never really hounded about being fat. Um, The other day there was a guy out in the dog park with no shirt on, and he didn't have a great body, and he had no qualms with just being out there shirtless. And I was like. If this was, like, a big girl, it'd be a whole thing. But it's, like, guys have so many passes. So
0: mentioning guys dating while you're this size, how, what is that like? You're going out on dates again. Right. Have you thought about it? Has it factored you, like, has it factored into, like, your experience of dating so far?
1: I've always thought about it. And I feel like it's more impacting me in my mind than it's more like a boundary I create than a one that's actually created for me because in my mind it's like I just don't want to date at this size right whereas not that I can't but it's like I don't want to but then I, at some point it's like okay well this is becoming impractical right like yeah <laughs> this, this is impractical you can't like just wait until like you're the size you want to date like that's not and then also it's also funny because like when I was that size and dating I was still dealing with fuck boys so like
0: No, I definitely relate. I know for me, I've been like, oh, give me till December and I'm going to jump out and be snatched. (laughs) And it's like, I had to let that go because it's like, okay, first of all, you'll put off your life forever if you're waiting for this one thing, because I've been this weight for a minute. I've lost it. I've gained it back. But definitely for me, it's been hard. Like, oh, and again, having to tell guys in advance, like, hey, I'm a little plump, like trying to throw it in there, like slyly, like, well, I'm a little curvier than... Last time you saw me? Yeah, or not even like old guys, new guys too. Sometimes because I didn't necessarily update all my profile pics oh, okay. from the apps. And so I'm my biggest fear is being like a catfish. Oh, yeah. So kind of being like, well, this is what I look like now. It's in a more recent picture mm-hmm. just to make sure, like, are you still interested? Right. Which is funny because the last guy I had sex with, he, the last time we went on a date was like back when I was skinny. I was like 150, way smaller. Right. He freaking loved me fat. <laughs> Honestly, I think he referred it, and it was just, like, (laughs) weird, but to me, I'm so fixated on the fact, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so fat, I need to tell them in advance, and they don't care So they don't come into this restaurant, and then turn around at the door. That is
1: so (laughs) true, though, because it's, like, when you, especially when you deal with guys that you used to deal with, and you think there's going to be this whole, like, different vibe, and it's, like... Still trying to smash. It's 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 so yeah. weird how like unaffected they are. And to me, I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like,
0: no, that's the thing. I remember being. I think why, I texted you. Why after, are you bothered
1: by this? This is
0: not okay. Yeah, like, the last guy when I ran into him, I literally texted. Him, I was like, he wants to take me on a date with me looking like this. And I remember being genuinely shocked. Like, do you see how I look? <laughs> and I looked extra bad that day. Like my hair wasn't combed and stuff. But just in general, I was like. Did you see the back roll? Right. Like, do you have standards? <laughs> Which is so bad to say about yourself, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the tea. I've definitely been there like, oh, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> you should want better for yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then, too, society's pressures of being like, this is a perfect body. hmm And the fact that, okay, thick. Thick came into play, and now it's a whole different thing. It's like... <laughs> Dude, I don't even feel comfortable calling myself thick at this point because it's like, clearly no. you mean a 25-inch waist right. and a 50-inch booty. That's right. what y'all think thick. Right. I thought thick meant that you had a little fupa action, you know, a roll might be popping out of the back. Not like, oh, she's just snatched. Right.
1: No, I think it's definitely... I feel like it's changed in the other way, too, where girls who are clearly, like, well, admit didn't say what we're fat, but girls who are clearly big are just calling themselves thick, and yeah. it's like, ma'am there's no curvature there's no
0: hourglass there's no but who knows what it, that term even means now because it's like is it the girls that have no type of i feel like shape? you have to have a
1: curvature to, to be, be considered thick, thick. i, I don't like know has, it has to go in somewhere yeah you know it can't just be like a block i feel like somewhere it has to go in
0: i don't know it's wild i just think about that all the time too
1: So you don't describe yourself as thick? I would describe you as thick, still. I
0: mean, this is the thing, though. God blessed me in the sense of, like, my stomach will be a 45, but my booty's a 55, (laughs) no matter what. Like, (laughs) I gain weight proportionately. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, naturally, I feel like I can always get away with being thick. Right. But really, it's like, no. You're large (laughs) and in charge. (laughs) And you need to put the taco down. (laughs) Which brings me to Lizzo versus Sweetie. This is my example. So, Lizzo will post her eating like a donut. Mm -hmm. Sweetie, who is a rapper, will post herself eating a seafood boil and three Big Macs. And the comments on the two photos will be so different. Of course. Lizzo is like, I'm worried about you. (laughs) Have you not heard of high blood pressure, sis? (laughs) Versus Sweetie is like, ha, 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 girl, you're so crazy. Mukbang life. And it's like the hypocrisy of the fact that being a fat person, you are constantly policed for your eating, don't you dare order a soda you know <laughs> people just feel like now they have so much license to tell you about your eating and mm-hmm. your habits mm-hmm. and that's super annoying I, it's
1: also so funny because like when you're small and like you eat a lot it's cute like it's adorable like, but people don't people don't I mean I, I hate the f- like me just keep it a buck and say that you don't like how this person looks and let's just keep it moving right I hate the fake concern for somebody else's health but at the same time, people are taking 10 shots out at the club and smoking hookah. Nobody's concerned about health. No one's concerned about people's liver. The fact that a lot of young people are having liver issues because most people are alcoholics. No one's at your Snapchat saying this is unhealthy. Right. This is the third time in a week I've seen you or taking let's seven talk shots. About
0: also the fact that low key, a lot of girls that had like bulimia and anorexia have shifted that from like anorexia to orthorexia, which is the fixation on what you eat. So, like, yeah, you're not anorexic, you're not eating anything, but now you're fixated on eating clean. Oh, wow. how that is also considered an eating disorder, orthorexia, where it's, like, you went from not eating to now you're focused on getting 200 grams of protein a day. And Mm. that's also a distorted eating. Right. But nobody talks about that. No. You're not calling these girls out. No. But somebody that has also binge eating is a disorder. Yeah. People don't want to acknowledge that, like. People that overeat, typically most people are like, we're super overweight. We do have a binge eating problem Mm -hmm. because it kind of goes hand in hand. Obviously, you're eating more calories and weight or your emotional eating. That's also an eating disorder. Right. But it's just the hypocrisy. Now, you mentioned our trip to the Dominican Republic and how we called your sister and told her (laughs) we were concerned. (laughs) So my question is for you. You've been in this situation. Yes. I've told people to tell me, and they still never do, so I'm kind of (laughs) pissed off. Because I want you to be like, bitch, you're getting fat. So that I can, like, reel it in early But nobody does. So should your friends tell you when you start gaining weight? No. They shouldn't tell you. They should let you gain
1: the weight. This is my thing. And I guess it depends on, like, if this is your first time gaining weight, if you don't have weight struggles, sure. But if you have been, like, yo-yoing and dealing with weight you know like if you are very like if you've yo-yoed if you've lost weight and gained it you know you probably weigh yourself weekly you know like no one needs to tell you right so i feel like maybe if it's like this is your first time you've had a well if you've had a baby people shouldn't be telling you anyway but like (laughs) if this is like your first time like and they're like oh you're getting a little maybe sure because maybe you're not as conscious but i feel like for people who like they've always you know had these issues or like up and down no because you know I, has anyone ever told
0: you and you've been surprised nobody's ever told me that's what i'm saying they just let me eat like if they told you before would you be quarantine i was 205 i know i had to be looking crazy to be 205 i'm 5 too but none of my friends told me and no i wouldn't have been surprised because like i know none of my pants were fitting i'm exactly having to go to that's JCPenney. what i'm saying but <laughs> i guess maybe it would have just like been the shock that i, I needed. not think so to, i like, think really i think
1: it would have i think you would have felt shamed Okay. I think you would have felt embarrassed. Yeah, I would. I think you would have. I would have been pissed off. I would have
0: blocked y'all's phone numbers. <laughs> phone would have been on Do Not Disturb <laughs> for at least a week. Cause you know I love to do that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think mean, you would have disconnected. I think you would have, you would have withdrawn. Yeah. And then I felt like you would be more ashamed because it's like if you see us again, the, the, now the question is, I'm going to see them again. Am I going to have lost weight? If I haven't lost weight, they're going to be judging, judging me. Judging me. I think I just think it'd be more negative than positive.
0: Okay. Now here's another question that's not on our conversation topic. But we're gonna end with this question. So you get married, right? Uh-huh. You start gaining weight. Uh-huh. Should your does your husband have the right yes, to tell you like, hey sweetie, yeah. listen, it's you're wilding. Yeah. It's getting a little too fluffy around here. Yeah. Now But he
1: also needs to back that up with like a plan. Okay. Right? It can't just be like, hey, you should probably take your ass to the gym. Like no, we need to have a plan together that's yeah. supportive where it's like, all right, we're gonna start doing this every Wednesday or Friday after work we're gonna come together and do this. Like I feel like you need to be
0: supportive. You can't just be like, Yeah, you should probably work on that. Because I know like my relationship, we both were gonna hell a fat. And his siblings would say stuff. They'd be like, dang, y'all must be hitting up um gringos kinda hard. <laughs> and it's like dang, like we probably should have set each other down and been like, yo, like <laughs> it's we're getting a little fluffy around here. But we didn't. We just like kinda We're loving each other as is. And Mm -hmm. I remember our last vacation together, we went to the Cayman Islands, and he would not take off his wife beater at the beach. And I thought it was so weird. And when we got home, also, we didn't have sex that whole trip. That's another thing, too. We did not have sex in the Cayman Islands, wow. which is crazy. Wait, what? And so when I got home, I was Wait, like... Wait, was it because of weight? When I got home, I asked him, I was like, what's up? Like, you were gonna, you know, you didn't take off your whatever. You, like, we didn't hook up at all. And he was like, I just felt super self-conscious and down about my weight. I just felt like you would not find me desirable. And it was really sad. That's we. I didn't... do. are guys that self-conscious about their weight? yeah i think they are i just y'all there's a man in the room and we love he just looked at him like pull up a mic (laughs) tell us about you hating yourself sometimes when you look in the mirror the owner
1: of our studio that we're recording at jay harris is (laughs) nodding guys care about their weight like that so yeah to the point where like you wouldn't sleep with a woman because you were
0: self-conscious about your weight
1: i don't know like (laughs) he's like no not that serious
0: (laughs) But I definitely think he just, like, felt really... And also, too, if you're a more emotional guy or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. more Mm self-conscious, then, yeah, like... But y'all, that's another weird thing. Y'all are are together, (laughs) so... uh, I mean, yeah, but I get, like... I didn't get it, but I did understand, like, for him, that was real, so I'm not going to invalidate that just because he's a man. Men are allowed to... There are men that, like, for them, their weight has been a thing that they grew up with, it being a struggle. Like, he played defensive, like, D-line or whatever, but... So he was always a little bit bigger, Mm -hmm. but... That came with its own struggles, too, about, like, you were always kind of, like, the quote-unquote, like, that kid or bigger kid, okay. you know? Okay. And so I think it kind of triggered something in him. So anyway, it was just interesting. Did y'all
1: sleep together later, later,
0: though? Yeah. It was just weird. I think that trip, he was just really self-conscious. I think so maybe... So the trip and being outside so much. And on the and, beach. I okay. think it just really hit him, like, kind of okay. hard. But I would want my partner to tell me as well. And yeah. I will also tell my partner. I think that's a big thing, too. My next relationship, I'm going to really focus on... Would you,
1: I would... Would you tell your partner? Yeah, I would, because
0: if you're saying you want them to tell you, I would definitely tell them. In my next relationship, I'm going to make sure I'm much more focused on this, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, in addition to... That's fair. You know, um, we have a girlfriend that we go to Pilates with, and I love that, like, when she starts dating a guy, she's like, come to Pilates, come to yoga, we're going to spin class. That's so And true. so, this guy that she's dating now, like, he's been on all the workout Is classes. Is this the same guy or Yeah, one? they're still okay. together. Yeah. And so
1: i'm gonna try to do that more too like i would i think that's fun though like when when we could go to spin i love spin i used to spin five times a week um i was always like oh i wish i had like a bay i could bring to
0: spin yeah i never thought like that because it's very much like my girl time i love we used to do spin and brunch so i was like i don't want you here but now it's like next time i'll know like you need to come with me let's enjoy our food and also stay active yeah Well, guys, so this was our episode. Thank you so much for listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Crystal. And Chizzy. If you like our show, make sure to subscribe. Follow us on YouTube at This Might Get Me Fired Podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Till next time. Toodles.